Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is a writer than you get together, but when they ask me to jump in and fill in for Bill, it's wronger than most, or at least that's what I've been told on social media. We'll see how wrong I am today. And maybe I'll actually get a couple right by mistake. What's that phrase? The blind squirrel finds a nut in the woods every once in a while. We'll see if that's the case today. How are you, everybody? A Friday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack and for Billy R. I've got you for the next couple hours. I've got a good guest plan for the top of hour number two. We'll do the whole buy or sell thing a little later in the show. Uh, But you should know by now, if you recognize the voice, you're a fan of CBS Sports Radio on the weekends. I'm your weekend warrior here both Saturdays and Sundays. And when I hop aboard, I like to get the pulse of the American sports fan. I've got my opinions, and you're going to get a bunch of them over the next two hours. But I want to get yours, too. Always do. And we do it one of two ways on our toll-free telephone line. Bill doesn't take a lot of calls. Bill uh, has got a ton of opinions and uh, certainly plays off his producer as well. And I I love my producer, EJ. Glad to be working with EJ Stewart again. Used to be a weekend warrior with me. Now he's a big shot. He's got all these fill-in gigs during the week and the like. So I don't get to work with EJ as much as I used to. And I will ask an opinion or two of him, and he will be able to put forth his opinions with his buy or sell questions a little later in the show. But I want to give you the platform. I like to open up the telephone lines and let the peeps be heard with what's going down in the world of sports. So make note of this number if you haven't already. It should be in your contacts, truth be told, right there on the CBS Sports Radio. uh, So that when something is said here on our airwaves, either by me or by Bill or by Romy or by DA or anybody else, you can pick it up and dial and go, what the heck are you guys talking about? Do you actually follow sports or, man, I hadn't thought of that. Wow, why hadn't I looked at it that way? It depends on your overall outlook on life. <laughs> and the host who's actually sitting in the big chair at the time, I guess. Uh, yeah, we like to give you a chance, me specifically, to get your opinion uh, put out there and maybe have a little fun, a little debate on the telephone lines. 855-212-4227. Yes, it is toll free even though everybody's got unlimited uh, long-distance minutes on their cell phones these days. Still, it's the thought and it's the gesture that counts. 855-212-4227 is our toll-free number. Uh, The other way is if you want to hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter is always open or my X account. Call it what you want. I know it says X on everybody's devices these days. It's still Twitter to me, and it's always going to be. Do you really want to hear me say, Come on and X me? No, tweet me. Hit me up on Twitter 
at Jody McMahon, J-O-D-Y-M-A-C-M-A-N. So uh, plenty of time to have conversation going back and forth between you and I on what's going down in the world of sports. Certainly some NFL today, some baseball stuff. Last night I was deeply involved in watching the all-important 18-18 tie between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I had to keep my head from going down and continue to wake back up while watching the game. Uh, But I did get to see all the highlights of all the MLB action last night in there. With 40 games to go, most teams have now under 40 games to play, 37, 38, 39, somewhere thereabouts. We're certainly into the final quarter of the season. Some decent races. There are some races that have already been put away. Uh, people deluding themselves to think there are some races that are still up for grabs, which, in my opinion, are not. And I'll share those opinions with you today. Uh, but there are some very good races, both divisionally and the wild card is uh, competitive in both leagues. We'll certainly uh, jump into that a little bit. And some NBA scheduling dates tightened up, released. I do have one question for you about is the NBA trying to tell us something with how they're kicking their season off. We know they've got this uh, commissioner-created in-season tournament to try and mimic what soccer does. And, man, has Adam Silva been pushing for this for years. And he finally got it done. And I'm not knocking it. I'm not going to mock it. Uh, it. It'll probably add a slight emphasis on the word slight bit of intrigue to the in-season games. It's not going to nearly create the buzz that I think the NBA thinks they're going to get out of this. But, hey, it's not a bad thing. I just think it's an overstated. And mark my words, it will be overhyped because the NBA has partners in the media, broadcast outlets and the like. So they will do their job and try and hype this up as a big deal. It's not. It's not a big deal. But it's... If it's something worth doing, you do it. You just don't make a uh, major deal out of it. And I'm telling you, the NBA is going to. Uh, But, yes, uh, we will uh, mix in some NBA scheduling questions. And uh, Billy Ryder is as good an NBA guy as you're going to find. And I know he he talks plenty here on his show, Ryder Than You. How that uh, Dame Lillard trade working out? Oh, hasn't happened yet. How's that James Harden thing going? Oh, hasn't happened yet. Two big uh, names who uh, have been outspoken about their desire not to be playing with the team they played with last year are both on their respective rosters. Uh, I know it's it's August and we're talking about the NBA and I can't get too worked up about it, but I do think it's very intriguing that neither one of those teams has been able to make their deals yet. And we are now just eight days away from the start of the college football season. And it really has snuck up on me. I don't know if it has for you. Um, I know we got diehard college football fans out there. I got a lot of college football calls over the weekend. Always appreciate hearing from the diehard fans out there. Because so much coverage and talk has gone down about teams jumping conferences and the realignment of college football, what's the future of college football going to look like? You know, it's been completely pushed to the back burner. They're actually going to play a college football season this year. 
And while a lot of teams have made allegiances with new conferences and college football is going to look a hell of a lot different two years from now than it is right now, we got an upcoming college football season. And it's like, oh, yeah, they're actually going to play games this year with teams in conferences that they've been in, some forever, some for a long period of time, that we know in the future they're no longer going to be in those conferences and playing the teams that they've had rivalries with for years, no decades, almost centuries. Yeah, it's going to change drastically. But soon enough, as in eight days, yeah, we're going to have college football back. Actually being played on the field. Isn't that a miracle? And uh, let me give credit to college football. Um, I think it was Brian Billick who said it, and he said it years ago. The NFL has certainly changed, much like college football. Uh, NFL has changed in the way they do their own business, look at their own schedule, handle their workloads in those schedules leading up to a season. Brian Billick was a man before his time because I remember interviewing him 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 14 years ago. I don't even remember when it was. I apologize for not knowing exactly. But I asked him about preseason football. And his take was, yeah, I don't even know why we do this. And I said, excuse me? You do it to find out who the best guys are. You got 90-man roster. You got to cut them down. You got to get your uh, guys on the same page, get them playing together, turnover and talent. You need to work out all these things. And he correctly pointed out to me, Jody, then how the hell do they have college football seasons without any preseason games? They don't even have scrimmages like uh, all the Rave in the NFL this week, and you saw the Eagles and the Browns play to an 18-18 tie last night, riveting stuff. Um, They had two joint practices during the week, the first of which the Browns got the better of the Eagles, the second of which the Eagles got much the better of the Browns. Eagles were a little ticked off after they – And I know there's no scoreboard. You can't look up at the scoreboard and see its score like the all-exciting 18-18 with 0-0-0 on the clock at the end of last night's actual preseason game. They don't keep score. But if you've got someone you know you trust, a beat writer, someone that uh, you think knows the insights of the team and is there watching every single snap, you can make a determination as to who won the practice or who didn't win the practice. And, yeah, I uh, have some guys in Philadelphia that I trust that told me, yeah, the Browns got the better of the practice. Miles Garrett was completely unstoppable in the joint practice one between the Browns and the Eagles. And then the next day, the Eagles just teed off on Cleveland. They got pressure all over Deshaun Watson, forced him into mistakes, interceptions and the like. The Eagle offense clicked on uh, much, many more big plays it helped that Miles Garrett didn't participate in the second <laughs> uh, joint practice, but the Eagles got much the better of it. And then they played an actual game, and they had actual fans in the stands and charged actual NFL prices. Now, I know some teams do it differently. Some teams price the now upwards of 10 or 11. You can get 11 home games in a year with the 17-game schedule now. Uh, You get a whole bunch of uh, games that you actually have to pay for. And they will charge less for the preseason game when they're individually sold. If you're a season ticket holder, which accounts for across the league, I would say somewhere in the neighborhood of 85%, 
that every single ticket before the season ever starts is accounted for as a season ticket. Somebody's purchased it as a season ticket. You can do your own dividing. They give you an overall price, and that's what you got to pay. If you're paying more for a key regular season game, okay. If you're paying less for a preseason game, that's the way it should be. Or you can just look at it as here are the games, divide by as many number of games as you have. You shouldn't have to pay for these preseason games because they're just, I can't say a waste of time, but a watered-down product. You guys are playing more than half of the game who aren't going to be on these teams. Probably not going to be on any team in two weeks from now. And you're paying NFL prices to park and for a hot dog and a beer and whatever other concessions you take in. Yeah, it's it's a moneymaker for the NFL. Uh, but last night's game was not stellar for either of the two teams, I would tend to think. But Brian Billick was right. College football gets ready for their season each and every single year, basically just scrimmaging themselves. How do they get ready for a college football season when they don't have a preseason? He told me the preseason was a non-necessity and that that's why he always sat his place. He was out of the game. Uh, last night, both of the two teams had 20, 25, 30 players, not even dress the Browns and the Eagles because the one thing they want to avoid is injury. And if you did watch last night's game, there were a couple injuries on both teams' sides Hopefully none of them severe. Zach McPherson, the Eagles' backup corner slot, um, uh, looked like he might have done some significant damage to his knee. A couple of Eagle players, when the John Deere rolls out onto the field, that's never a good sign. When they have to bring out the cart to take someone off the field, and the Eagles had a couple of guys go down with injuries to neck and head that were pretty damn scary. Tyree Cleveland, wide receiver, backup wide receiver, Moro Jomo, a seventh-round defensive tackle draft pick from the Eagles. Yeah, when you got to be taken off by the John Deere, that's not a good sign. Uh, so that's why it's only going to get if, – if you're looking for improvement – and, oh, by the way, that was the first of weekend two of the preseason. So you got 15 games more to go. And let me say in advance, thank you very much to the NFL Network because I'm a football geek. I'm a guy who uh, watches every single chance he gets to watch some football. I like to have options between watching August baseball and August NFL football. Knowing full well there are going to be guys that I don't even know. Who the heck is Austin Watkins? Seven catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown last night. Well-traveled. That's not good. When you're 25 years old and you're already a well-traveled wide receiver, that's not great. But he was great last night, so we're going to get that much more of it. If your team's on the NFL Network, they're broadcasting at least six or seven more games over the next couple of days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday night is ESPN. If you're going to be watching Monday night football, that's where we get it. ESPN, that's where the Monday game will be. I think that's the Ravens and the Commanders. So uh, you get, uh, if you're either a Raven fan or Commander fan, you could drive. No problem. Both the teams in close proximity. They did the joint practice thing or will be doing a joint practice thing. Yeah, it's not phenomenal. It's not something that you're going to be basing your upcoming fantasy football draft on. Because it's subs. Everybody is protecting their best players. But it's NFL football, so I'll be watching. Will you be watching? Did you watch last night? 
Do you take anything from the 18-18 tie from the Eagles and the Browns? Eagles, the defending NFC champions, are now 0-1-1. Lost by a point last week to the Ravens and tied last night against the Browns. And I still think they're the best team in the NFC and are probably going back to the Super Bowl. I've said this here on CBS for a few months. I think there are two top teams in the NFC. There's the Eagles. There's the 49ers. And then there's a drop-off. Sorry, Dallas Cowboy fans. Sorry, Seattle Seahawks fans, who I think are actually kind of underrated coming into the season. I know the Saints fans are excited because they've got some actual quarterback play. They didn't get much of that last year. Derek Carr coming over. Don't know if he's going to be Drew Brees, but it'll be better than the quarterback play they got last year. Yeah, uh, Everyone in the NFC North with a chance to win. I'm also on record with that one. Can the Minnesota Vikings win that division again? Absolutely. Will they win as many games as they did last year? No shot. Could Jordan Love step in and be Aaron Rodgers' light? Maybe. I wouldn't bet on it, but I'm not dispersing the possibility that it could happen. I think the Chicago Bears might be the most improved team in the National Football League. And the team that most people are picking to win that division is the Detroit Lions, who I'm not as high on as some other guys are. I know I'm doing a disrespect to all those teams, not Philadelphia or uh, San Francisco, but I really do believe those are the top two teams, and then there's a pretty significant drop-off to everybody else in the NFC. So if you want to talk some football, we can. We'll get the baseball stuff in a little bit later, mix in NBA. I never turn away a college football fan who wants to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio. My name's Jordan McDonald. I'm filling in for Bill Ryder. Two ways you can be part of the show. Number one is on the phone lines, 855-212-4227. The other is tweeting me. Yes, send me a tweet. Go to X and then send a tweet at Jody McMahon, J-O-D-Y-M-A-C-M-A-N. Friday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Billy R. got the day off, so you got me, Judd Mac, filling in for Bill. I'll hang with you for the next hour and change. Top of hour number two, we'll punch up our one guest. That would be Paul Domwich. National football writer for the 33rdteam.com. Very good NFL website. Uh, I've known Domo for a long time. Was an Eagle beat writer for years. He's uh, gone national the last couple of years in quasi-retirement. Yeah, Domo said he was going to get retired, and he just writes as much as he does ever. But he does so for the 33rdteam.com. We'll all t- talk all things NFL with Paul Domwich at the top of hour number two. Hour number one is all you and I. My telephone lines are open NFL uh, baseball stuff, if you so desire, even mix in some NBA or college football. That's right. College football back in eight days. Snuck up on you, too. Eh, Maybe a little bit because we're so uh, just unbelievably intrigued by the whole conference realignment and jumping chip and rivalries going by the boards and it all being about who can get the best media slash TV deals kind of stinks. Necessary evil. I get it. I'm, I'm not calling any of these teams who are jumping conferences on the carpet for it because it is a big business. College sports, specifically college football, is a very big business. And you got to do what's best for your university. But it's just uh, while you acknowledge that it's a worthwhile venture, doesn't mean you have to like it. And uh, one of the side effects is, yeah, I'm not even ready to start talking about. And and you need to do that much more homework going into a season in college football never before because of the transfer portal. You got new guys on new teams all over the country. I'll try and get up to speed before the games get going next week. If you are already up to speed and want to talk about your team's chance at maybe your last year in the Pac-12 to be able to win a champ, I'll take your calls. Hit me up, 855-212-4227. Gary from Jacksonville, who's usually my leadoff hitter on the weekends, is my leadoff hitter here today. Hey, Gary. Hey, Meg, man. I-, I couldn't call last weekend. My cell phone died. I had to order a new one, but I'm back. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, we did miss you, and uh, glad you got yourself a new cell. You got 855-212-4227 programmed in as one of your contacts. Absolutely. And, and Mike, man, I hope the Teron Armstead injury isn't too bad for my Dolphins. But they, I heard they've been raving about Devin Akane in, the, in a practice this, this year. Um, from what I saw today, I, I read something today, uh, Armstead said he thinks he's going to be ready to go for week number one. So, But the player always thinks he's going to be ready quicker. I saw a specific quote from him, and he says he's going to be good to go. Um, yeah, you're right. Hopefully that's the case because he's a key to that Dolphin offensive line. Absolutely. It's not the same line without him. And, Macman, I was disappointed in my Orioles with the Padres, but two big 10-inning wins against Seattle, and I'm sure they'll be able to bounce back, you know, the day off, be re-energized, because they've done it all year. They've bounced back after tough losses. I don't see a reason why that shouldn't continue. They and the uh, the, the Rays have gone back and forth. That, uh, yeah, one day Rays pick up a game, but then the Orioles get it right back. And the Orioles stretch another game, but then the Rays get it right back. Uh, neither team since the Orioles got up by two games 
what was that, almost two weeks ago when they jumped up by two games, at least 10 days, and now we're still at two games. Yeah, Orioles are holding their own. They're fine. They're perfectly fine, and they, they know they're all but a lock to make the playoffs. Yeah, you want to finish with uh, the divisional win. Yeah, you'd like to get that first uh, round of the playoffs off. Some teams actually like continuing to play. Uh, if I was a uh, team, oh, I'd be I'd be rooting for downtime to get my ducks in a row. Uh, but the Orioles are fine. Your squad's fine. Don't sweat it, big guy. Thanks, Batman, and we'll start our music list again tomorrow night. Always good to talk to you. Done deal, Gary. Thanks much. Eric from Boise's up on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, E. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Jordy. You got um, it, buddy. So I want to hit a couple of topics. So first off, on the college football, I would actually argue with you that I think they, they do have a preseason, especially the big schools, when they play all their tune-up games in those first few weeks. So I think they do that <laughs> to a certain extent. Well, and oh, by the way, let, it's a decent point you make. You're overstating it a little bit, but I get what you're saying. Um, that's now got to go by the boards, does it not, going forward? Because you've got these teams in these mega conferences. So there's going to be a whole bunch of teams in your conference that you're not going to play. I think they've got to cut back on the TV games. And you know what I mean by TV games. A lesser team from a lesser conference comes in, but they're guaranteed a big check because it's going to be broadcast on a major TV outlet that they wouldn't usually have the ability to do. And they get a real nice paycheck for coming in and getting their tails kicked on a big team's home field. I think that's going to be cut back. Yeah, maximum one game for each of those teams. So uh, the yeah, preseason, I, I much like that. in the NFL and college football, will be cut. If you're correctly calling it preseason, it will be reduced going forward. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, but I wanted, and I wanted to add something. You know, you said that in this last segment, you said that, you know, these university presidents, these people, they have to make the best decision for their university you got to add something to that. I think decision for their university's bottom line, because it's all about money. It has nothing to do mm-hmm. with academics. It has nothing to do with tradition. has nothing to do with rivalry. None of that. It's all about money. And that's my – I played college baseball, and we took a bus everywhere. And I think the longest bus ride we had was five, six hours. My parents were able to drive to all my games, and – Academics was king. Academics is what we were there for. Even though we were baseball players and we were our full scholarships, all the things, we were there for academics. And there's no way that any of these university presidents making these decisions can say that that's still the number one no, priority. Not, not, not even on. close. If we're talking about major college football programs, we're talking about the four mega conferences that will be in place within two years from now. It's all about the money. You know it's about the money. They know it's about the money. The players know it's about the money. You may have been a college player. I'll take your word. Uh, your word. How do you do with the NIL? How, how, how do you do with getting paid for playing on a co- collegiate level? Well, the game has changed. The rules have changed. Well, the economics of it have changed. I'm glad you got to do so at a time when it was a lot more pure than it is today. But yeah, it's it's all about the cash for uh, many different levels, but none more so than the biggest on the college football stage. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, I was going to hit the NFL preseason too. You know, I think the biggest reason why people get hurt in the NFL preseason is because people are going different speed. You got the veteran guy who just wants to get his snaps, kind of get some reps, 
and then you got the effort guy who's trying to make the team, and he's going, you know, he's going full playoff mode. I think that's where you see a lot of the injuries happen. Besides the, you know, just the the freak things. So understood. But I would tell the veteran guys who are out there just to get their snaps, it's football. If it is a if it is a game and there are fans in the stands and there's an opponent on the field in a different uniform than you, if you're going at a lesser speed, shame on you. Tell the coach you don't want to play. If you think that it's too big a risk, eh, try and beg off. If you've got a roster spot locked, if your salary tells you that there's no way they're cutting me or they're not going to be taking me out of the lineup, uh, if you are playing – you have to know that it's an actual game. Even though it's a game that the outcome doesn't matter, yes, someone on the opposition is trying to make a statement. You have to be ready to match their speed. All right, Jody Mack coming back. I'm in for Bill Ryder today. We're going to take calls the rest of this hour. I look over. I took my two calls. means you move right to the top of the list if you buzz now. 855-212-4227. Calls this hour. Paul Domwich next hour. Buy or sell yet to come. Got a lot to do filling in for Bill Ryder here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good to Mac in for Bill Ryder on this football Friday. Yes, football action last night, NFL preseason, and we got uh, 15 more games to come over the next several days. I'll run down some of the matchups, not that they're that important, but if you're getting pumped, getting ready for an upcoming NFL season, yeah, you're going to want to know uh, what you're watching and the NFL Network. Again, let me thank them for uh, putting up as many games as they do each and every single preseason weekend, even though preseason can be a little hard to handle. A bunch of things I'm going to talk uh, touch on across the NFL this weekend going forward to the opening of the 
regular season, which let me let me throw this into the mix because I got into a debate with uh, uh, I, I, I guess an associate on Twitter, a guy who tweets me often enough that uh, I think he and I, you can say, have a Twitter relationship. Can you even have a Twitter relationship? Never mind. Um, uh, debating on the most overrated and underrated team coming into this season in the National Football League. And the AFC is the tougher of the two conferences. Anybody want to debate that with me, you can hop on my phone lines now, 855-212-4227. Wide open lines. I'll take calls the rest of this hour before we uh, punch up our first guest in hour number two. Um, AFC is just a difficult conference to get through. And I know most of it is determined by, decided by the level of quarterback play. The AFC's got a much, much more talented group of starting quarterbacks than the NFC does right now. But it's even more than that. Uh, I've done some deep dive roster research on all 32 teams. This is speculation because all 32 teams as of right now still have 90 guys. You got to get down to 53 on roster cut down day, which is not this upcoming Tuesday, but the Tuesday thereafter. Um and then, oh, by the way, on game day, you got to cut down to 46. So those that will be playing in these NFL preseason games that we'll be watching this weekend, a whole bunch of them are not going to be in the league when the season gets underway. But I've done some uh, studying and research and looked at the depth charts of teams coming into the season. AFC is just better. So I don't know that uh, at least I couldn't come up with a team that I thought was blatantly overrated in the AFC or even underrated in the AFC because it's going to be so tough because it's going to be so difficult. I came up with an overrated team and an underrated team, and they both happen to be in the NFC. And it's not those top two teams. You know, I told you that uh, in the first segment here today, if you tuned in uh, for the top of the show, which you should every day for Bill Ryder, you should be here top of the hour each and every single day. And when I'm here, yeah, I'm going to give you some insight right off the bat as well. I think that the Eagles and the 49ers are kind of on a line of their own. And then there's everybody else in the rest of the NFL. Most of the... NFL experts out there, whoever you listen to on the radio, on television, and whatever uh, website you read opinions on, seem to think that the Dallas Cowboys are the third best team in the AFC, in the, excuse me, NFC. Some think they might be the second best team that think they're better than the San Francisco 49ers. I would guess that a lot of that came down before we knew Brock Purdy was going to be ready to go for the regular season. And there is a chance that Purdy could even play this week. That's why I, uh, I've i been saying this all summer long, and I've taken some grief for it, but uh, maybe, maybe I'm just too big a fan. I didn't believe any of those people. You don't know when Brock, Brock Purdy might not be back till middle of the season. That was never going to be the case. The injury that he had, the surgery that he had, I was pretty damn sure that Brock Purdy was going to be ready to go for week number one. And now he's going to play in a preseason game, possibly, uh, this weekend. Yeah, Brock Purdy's going to be the 49er quarterback. And I'm a big Brock Purdy fan. And I don't think nationally he has gotten enough respect 
for the season that he had last year. This annoys the snot out of me, and I've been saying this. I've been doing the sports talk radio thing for 30-some-odd years, and I've always believed this, and it's only gotten worse over the years. Players are determined, the the people's beliefs as to how good they're going to be, much too long and much uh, to much too big a percentage by where you were drafted. By, by on that day that you became a player in your new league, much more so in the NFL and the NBA because you go into the league immediately. Baseball doesn't do it that way. They've got my so hockey basically same way. But in the NBA and the NFL, where you are drafted is what you're going to be for your entire career, which I think is just flat out wrong. And I get it. Before you start to play, you are rated, looked at, thought to be where you were drafted. Because every team has a guy like Brock Purdy doesn't get picked on the seventh round. Every team in the National Football League passed them, uh, most of them several times. And the 49ers finally called his name as the last pick of the first round, a.k.a. Mr. Irrelevant. And last year he steps in, Jimmy G gets hurt, Trey Lance gets hurt, and he steps in and has one of the best passer ratings. Uh, I know I get into b- debates with people, uh, colleagues, co-hosts, and the like about oh, if passer rating is a accurate way to determine how good a quarterback is in the National Football League. And my standard line is, much like democracy is to governments, I've, uh, I've been, been borrowing the phrase, it's the worst government in the world except for every other government, meaning it's an imperfect way of looking at things, doing things, but everybody else has got even worse ways of doing so. And that's the way I look at quarterback ratings. I grant you that it is imperfect. There is no perfect way to determine how good a quarterback uh, is. But that's the best of the lot for me. And last year, Brock Purdy had as good a quarterback rating as Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, uh, Justin Herbert, any uh, Josh Allen, and people just wanted to look past that and say, "Yeah, buddy, was Mister Irrelevant." But he and it wasn't a game or two or four; it was a half a season that Brock Purdy put up those numbers and went undefeated. Yes, he lost his last game because he got hurt early in the game against the Philadelphia Eagles. So if you want to pin that loss on him, I guess you can. I think it'd be kind of unfair. But I think Brock Purdy's got a chance to pick up right where he left off last year. So that's why I think the 49ers are the second-best team in the NFC behind only the Eagles. And the Eagles ahead of the 49ers because, A, they finished ahead of them last year, and, B, beat them and beat them to a pulp when Purdy went out in the NFC Championship game. So I think the Eagles have to be the number one rated team coming into the season. So after those two, how does it shake out in the NFC? I think the Cowboys are overrated. I think that they did a nice job. Cornering wide receiver was a position that they needed upgrades, and they went out and traded for two guys who have NFL quality experience, and uh, I think they'll be better at those two positions. But I think they're going to be lesser at the tight end position. As of right now, I think my producer, uh, EJ, is uh, possibly going to Dallas next week to try out for their kicker spot. Because they don't have a kicker on the roster that I would have faith in. 
And I know kicker in the NFL has become one of those positions where you can just find a guy on the scrap heap, bring him in, and uh, he can get the job done. Yeah, or you could be looking for a kicker all year long. I think the Cowboys are under overrated, and Jerry Jones is talking up a blue streak about how uh, everybody better beware, and they've done what they've needed to do to improve their group, so everybody else better be improved too. Well, we'll see. Dak Prescott is an injury and an interception waiting to happen. I know he's a solid quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's a... Yeah, maybe even optimistically top 10 quarterback. I don't really think so. I think he's more like a top half of the NFL quarterback. I think they're a little overrated. And the other team that's overrated for me is the Detroit Lions. Uh, I know they had a great last uh, second half of the season, and I tip my cap to them for the last game of the year when they had already been eliminated, not by their own doing, but by the Seattle Seahawks winning earlier in the day, knew that they couldn't make the playoffs even if they beat Green Bay. Green Bay could get in with a win. So Green Bay had everything to play for. Detroit had nothing to play for, and Detroit went out and beat them. And I give them credit for that. But I think people have elevated them too fast because of that. And uh, I think the Lions are the most overrated team. It's close between the Cowboys and the Lions, but I'd give a nod toward the Lions. I think the Cowboys I think the Cowboys are a given to win double-digit games, 10, probably 11. I don't know if that's the case with the Lions. And the team that I think is most underrated is the Seahawks, the team that uh, the Lions kind of helped get into the playoffs last year. But they did make the playoffs. And I think they had a very good draft this past year. And although I've uh, been on the record as not the biggest Geno Smith fan to ever come down the pike, he was legit last year. And I think Seattle's defense is one of the more underrated defenses in the NFL. So for me, most overrated team in the NFL, both of them come out of the NFC, overrated, underrated. Overrated Lions, sorry Lions fans, and underrated Seahawks. Who do you think is the most overrated and underrated team in the NFL? Tell me about it on my phone lines, 855-212-4227. Rich from Chicago, good enough to check in. Hey, Rich. Hey, Jody Mack. Uh, I know you and I are both uh, subject to a good opportunity here. I'm going to give you one that's kind of hot off the press here in Chicago. Okay. We're playing the Colts, which should have been a good matchup with Fields against Richardson. But Eberflus got on the horn this morning, and uh, he he indicated he's going to sit everybody. And this is game two, and there's only three games. Now, normally, I'm not foolish enough to bet preseason games, but when you sit out most of your key guys and you don't have that many key guys, i.e. the Bears, uh, I would I would bet the ranch on the Colts. Yeah, but, well, well time out, uh, Rich. Who are they playing? The Colts? Who, who who are even the Colts' key guys? Well, I tell you what, you put Anthony Richardson against anything on the Bears' defense, and he had a decent start in Game One. Uh, the reports because they scrimmaged for the last two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, joint practices. Yeah, the Chicago reporters that are on site said the Colts dominated on both sides of the ball. So I don't know if Eberflus thinks. There's only three exhibition games. Now, normally, this would be the game three, right? Wouldn't you play a lot of the starters? I guess I'm getting annoyed with the sit-em, play-em coaches. Some coaches sit them, some coaches play them. 
I know that Brady played preseason games. They got Mahomes playing. Uh, you know, I, I don't think you learn anything by sitting them out. And I got to tell you, and, you know, it's not just a flyer on this. If they're dominating anyway, it's not, it's not because it's not because of the Colts' strength. It's because of the Bears' weaknesses. And, and they're playing the same guys they had last year that couldn't get it done. But the line is only four and a half, which is a gift. You can do what you want with it, but I'm jumping on this one. All right. Uh, you would – if the quarterback himself – the guy who's going to start for Chicago, the coach himself told me, uh, and you're saying that Eberflus kind of did that. Um, yeah. I, I'm sorry. It's preseason. I'm not betting preseason. I, it, it, it's too crazy to do so. You don't know who's going to play, even if they tell you ahead of time. Is it going to be the second-team guys or the third-team guys or the fourth-team guys? Because some of these players are fourth, fifth, sixth on a depth chart at 90 players per yeah, I can't bet that game. Yeah, good, good, good on you. I hope you hope you hit, yeah. my friend. But I don't know that that's wise betting. I think that that's uh, foolish at this stage. I can't see something like that. It's just me. Some people like. I get it. NFL is the best sport that there is to wager on when it comes to team sports. You know, I'm a horse racing guy and uh, enjoy putting myself against other betters and and trying to handicap. Um, but if you're talking about wagering on sports, team sports, the NFL is is easily the best sport to bet on. Not in the preseason. I know they're offering it to you, but just because they offer it to you doesn't mean you need to get involved. I'll just continue to wait. It's only a couple of weeks now before the season gets underway. For those of you who are going to take some shots tonight and tomorrow and Sunday and Monday in the preseason action, more power to you. You're a, you're a gambling man. You're a bigger gambling man than me. Jody Mack in for Billy R. One hour down, one hour left to play. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.